Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on doing the word, living the word, and following the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Father God, we just thank you for today, God. We thank you for allowing us to wake up in our right minds this morning, God. Just thank you for the breath of life that you have allowed us to um, just wake up with. There were so many people that were not fortunate or able to wake up with um, their right minds and, and alive this morning. So God, we just give you thanks for that alone. So Father, we ask that as we gather on this call this morning, God, that we would settle our hearts and our minds, God, that as the word go forth, that we may apply it to our lives, God, and that we may hear something that makes us different. That the way we came on this morning, God, that something stick in our minds, God, that we will be different. Mm-hmm. So Father, we just ask that you be with Pastor Kai um, as she brings forth the word or whatever the teachings might be today. We ask that the Holy Spirit just lead and guide and direct. We ask that you be with every household that is represented on here this morning, God, and we just ask all these things in your name. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you once again. Heavenly Father, we come just praising your holy and righteous name and I am thanking you, God, for all those that are on here today, God. We want to also remember and lift up those in Turkey and Greece, Heavenly Father. Uh, and Heavenly Father, as we are being prepared to go out, the Ecclesia, Heavenly Father, that others in this nation and around the world are being prepared. We thank you, God, for our leaders that are preparing us. Heavenly Father, even as this nation is going through so much rocking and reeling, and even as as this week is a very important week, God, we ask you to be with us. And Heavenly Father, I thank you, God, for those in the body, the remnant, Heavenly Father, that are standing up and proclaiming your word. And Heavenly Father, as we are being prepared to go out, I just want to say thank you, God, and that the light that you need us to be wherever we go, Heavenly Father, and we just bless your holy and righteous name. Thank you, God. Sovereign, our our great I am, we thank you, God. What an awesome day it is to be alive. We thank you, God, and we rejoice today. uh, For this is the day that you have made, Lord. We are glad in it, God, and we just are excited. Uh, We have uh, anticipation in our hearts, hope, oh God, Lord, that a great word will come from you, God. We thank you, God, for our pastor um, and uh, just her uh, diligence and her discipline, oh God, Lord, to partake of this word, Lord, before she dispenses it to us. So God, Lord, we pray that you would be uh, all in this and none of it would be her, oh God. We thank you um, that uh, your Holy Spirit is with us, God. Thank you, Comforter for leading and guiding and giving us wisdom, oh God. We thank you um, that we have the opportunity and the freedom to, to, to gather on this call to lift up your mighty and holy name. Now I pray, oh God, Lord, that we will con- begin to settle our hearts and our minds, that we will attune our focus to you, God, that we would prepare ourselves to hear what thus saith the Lord on today, Lord. We thank you, God. We glorify you, God. And we give you all the praise in your matchless name. We pray and give thanks. Amen. Father, how, Amen. How, how, how wonderful it is to be in your presence. Mm. How amazing it is to be called your children. Father, we are in awe of you. We are in awe of your works. We're in awe of your power, your splendor. We thank you, Father, for 
being so mindful of each and every one of us, even before the world was formed, God, that you've always had a plan in place, that even when humanity failed the first time, God, in the garden, you had a plan in place, that even, God, as, as, as the world had to be reformed again after the flood, you had a plan in place. After kings failed, you had a plan in place. And there was always God a plan. And Jesus came, your only begotten son, as that plan. Yes. A plan to reconcile people back to the heart of God, back into relationship with the Father. That no man can know the Father except they come through Jesus. And so we thank you that the plan of salvation was always in the works. That God, you loved us so much that you sent your son to the world because God, the truth is there was a time when we were all the world. And so we thank you that you didn't just send him for those who believed in you, those who had a relationship with you, but you sent him for the world, to the world, for the repentance of sins, to the acknowledgement of him as Jesus Christ, Christos, the anointed one that it was always foretold that a Messiah would come and that he would come to save and rescue us. We thank you, Jesus, for being that salvation, for being that rescuer, for being our redemption and our redeemer. We thank you that there came a point in each and every one of our lives that we realized we not only needed a savior, we wanted a savior. And we thank you that upon that knowing that we stepped into acceptance and taking you as our Lord and savior, believing and confessing with our mouth and in our, within our heart that you are the Christ, that you are the Lord that was crucified, died, buried, and raised again on the third day, and now seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding over us. As we talked about on Wednesday, God, that you are having, Jesus, you have a, cons a, 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 a consistent consultation meeting about us with God, that you too consult about us that the best and greatest consulting firm is, is literally speaking on our behalf, talking about us, encountering, discussing what we need, what, we, what, what you have for us, how the plan will go, and you put it all in place. And then the plan was further given because you knew that your son would have to die. And so because of that, you wouldn't leave us without help, without an advocate, without comfort. And so we thank you for the continuation of your plan. By, by allowing your person, the person of the Holy Spirit to live on the inside of each and every one of us. So thank you for the plan and that the plan is still yet unfolding. That the plan is not over. That your provision is still being made. That the path is still being directed. That hope is still being released. That conversion is still happening. That your love is endures forever and is unlimited and unconditional, that your mercy and your grace and your faithfulness doesn't run dry. And so Lord, I pray that you can find us faithful, that you can find us steady, that you will find us faithful, God, and that you will find us steady, continuing in the faith, running our own races and working out our own salvation with fear and trembling, that we would reverence you and honor you, God, and not with a, a fear that we're afraid of you, but God, with a reverential fear that says every decision I make, every, every thought I think, every word I speak, will it allow God to be pleased and will it honor God? 
does what I say, how I act, are my actions, my words, and my deeds in align with the word and will of God? And so, God, I thank you that we, we fear you enough, that we reverence you enough, that we are in awe of you enough that everything we do matters, that our race is not greater than our faith. That God, even in these elections, that we go to the word, even when it comes to how we vote. That God, we're aligning our vote with your word. That we're aligning our stance with your word. That our political conversations are not blue or red. That they are all the blood of Jesus. <laughs> that they are nailed to the cross. And that they are that our opinions have been nailed to the cross. That our no opinion matters over that of the word of God. And so I thank you, Lord, that you are shaking everything that can be shaken. And that, God, I pray that in this moment we are not being shaken, that we are not crumbling, but that we are standing firm because we are a part of an unshakable kingdom. That our worship and reverence and awe, that it, that it is to be displayed and lived out daily. You are a consuming fire. Consume us, Holy Spirit. Consume us, Jesus. Consume us, Father God. We just thank you. We honor you. I just pray this morning that we would just worship you right where we are, that our worship and our praise would just be lifted from our own voices this morning, that you, God, would get the praise and the honor that you deserve. You are worthy of it all, God that collectively as one sound, we begin to worship. If you can be on screen this morning, please be on screen. You, I don't, you, sometimes I don't know if you guys realize how you, your face may inspire or do something for somebody else. That we're here collectively, not to hide, not to, to, to cower back. But I know that some of you are working work, but if you can be on the screen, you don't know how your presence affects another person. And so in this moment, God, wherever we are, I just pray we begin to worship and praise you that any heaviness that you would lift it off, any concerns, God, that you would speak to them, any decisions that you would bring answers, anyone who needs a revealing, they need revelation that can only come from you, that Holy Spirit, you would dispatch it to their homes right now, that Holy Spirit, you would allow the peace of God to rest upon each and every person, for it is the peace of God that guards our hearts and our minds, that if there have been any place of frustration, God, any place, God, that we are feeling um, just the, uh, a, a frustration, that you would bring ease to that moment, God, that you would release pressure, that you would release any condemnation that we may be putting on ourselves. For now, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God, I just feel that there is some type of heaviness that is trying to land upon your people, even this week with the heaviness of the election, that we do not take on the weight of man, but that we, that we rest in the glory of God, that the only weight be the weight of your glory, that your weight of glory, the heaviness of your glory, the majesty of your glory is the only weight that we carry right now. But that God, it doesn't, here's the truth. You are in control. And so whatever the outcome, we cannot as people of God say that you're not in it. And so God, I pray that even if it's not what we want, we want your will. Even if it's something we don't like, we want your will. 
And it doesn't mean that your will is easy or your will will always be what our flesh desires, our flesh wants. But God, we know the prayer that we must pray is your will be done so that your kingdom can be done, That right? That it can come. Let heaven come to earth. And that happens through your children. That even if God, if all hell were to break loose in the nation right now, what are the children of God going to do? How are we going to stand? How are we going to posture ourselves? How are we going to speak? How are we going to promote the kingdom? How are we going to manifest the power and presence of the Holy Spirit and the Lord? How are we going to solidify the name of God in this season and in, in this climate? How will your name be praised collectively and individually? This is not about a ballot more than it is about the name of God being declared in the earth right now. Yes, we, we need to vote, but we need to vote for God and his righteousness. And who is standing for God in this hour? Who is standing for the righteousness of God? And here's the truth, God. I thank you that there is no man that is perfect but your will is. And so I pray that we pray, God, and seek your will, that we seek your perfect will, not our perfect desire, not our fleshly wants, but your perfect will, because your will is good, and it is well, God. I'm telling y'all, thank you, Holy Spirit. God, right now, it is well. Even with what we're seeing, it is well. Even with the things that are being spoken, it is well. And we need to keep ourselves in the wellness of God, in the, in the wellness that comes from the word. You want to talk about self-care? Get in the word. You want to talk about mental wellness and clarity? Get in the word. Pray and allow the spirit of God to move you and to speak to you. In this hour, we need to be closer to the voice of God than ever. You need to hear God above the news and the noise. You need to know what God is saying. God wants to shift so many of you right now in such profound ways. Don't get stuck in this moment. Don't get stuck in the media. Don't get stuck in your intellect. Don't get stuck in your pride. Don't get stuck in your frustration. Don't get stuck in, in these idols that, that, that are being placed in front of us. Don't get stuck in America the beautiful. Get stuck in the kingdom of God. You are kingdom citizens. Don't get stuck in the national anthem. Don't get stuck in the debates that have nothing to do with your kingdom perspective and your seat in the kingdom. Again, we are not in, we are of. So how do we stay of? Keeping a kingdom perspective, keeping a heavenly perspective. We are seated guys in heavenly places. Even right now we're seated with Jesus we're seated so take your seat and get the right perspective That's good. stop sitting in low places when you've been called to be seated high stop limiting your abilities to see and hear because you're staying too close to the ground eagles soar and we are to be soaring right now and too many of you are limiting the capacity that God has given us as his children. Just a week ago, we saw Miss Tardia launch a business in this climate. Her husband is, 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 has lost his job. And in, the, in that same moment, God goes, launch. 
what looked like lost becomes a launch. That's what God is doing and wants to do. What looks like loss is a launch, guys. Don't let the losses that we're seeing stop you from launching into the things God has. Launching into the spirit of God. Launching into the wealth of God. Launching into the word of God. Some of you are still too afraid to go and to become the very thing that in this hard season, in this hard place, God is calling you to do and become. This is a season of launching, launching into the deeper places of God, launching into your identity in God, launching into the favor of God, launching into the peace of God, launching into the kingdom of God, launching into the wealth of God, launching into the mind of God, the spirit of God, the heart of God, letting go of control. Too many of you are still trying to hold on to reins and it is not serving you well. And so I literally see right now, um, I see this picture, thank you, Holy Spirit, that right now, uh, God says that for you guys on, on Zoom, uh, right now, this is, it, this is your moment, your NASA moment, that literally God is calling you to step inside, that he literally is placing us in a rocket to take off. That literally, um, he is creating this moment where we each have our own, um, what's, the, what's it called? Is it called a rocket or what's the thing? Your own, um, is, it, is that the right word? Rocket ship. Uh, rocket space shuttle. That's what I want to say. Each of you is in your own, literally each of us has our own shuttle to step into. And here's what happens. There are so many things. If we look at it in the natural, right? There's so many things that can happen, right? On liftoff. And the thing is most people who dream to be astronauts never make it because of the fear of what could happen. Most of you are stuck and will not launch or go because you keep allowing the enemy to keep you stuck in the fear of what could happen. But guess what could happen if you never do what God has called you to do? How about settling in the fact that God is actually the rocket you're stepping into? That God is our space shuttle. He's asking you to come inside and trust him. He's asking you to surrender your plans and your way, your, your intentions and step inside that everything that he's created for you and in you is inside and it's time to take off. And let me tell you there, you may have some little turbulence you might have, right? There's some, there's some things that, that, that might be uncomfortable, but he's taking us all the way up into a new, and here's what he's trying to do. Get you to a new stratosphere in him to a new dimension, to, to a new way of seeing and existing. See, we, we're, we're, we're so used to being grounded, and I'm not talking about having a foundation, but we're so used to our feet being on the ground that we don't know what it is to soar and, 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 and float with God, which really means how to flow with God. When you're in space, there is no gravity. <laughs> when we're in God, we should be flowing with the spirit. There's a different level of gravity that happens in the spirit realm. And too many of us keep trying to pull the spirit to where we are. And you need to come up into the spirit. It's a different supernatural things don't exist in low planes. We got to come up higher. And it's time to take off. Let God shoot you straight up. It's your launching pad. This is a launching season. Think about the things that God, I want us to really think about the things that God has literally put in your mind this, this year in a, in a pandemic. 
to do. And you looking at this thing like, I can't, how are you asking me to do this? How are you asking me to become this? How are you asking me to let go of this? How are you asking me to, in a pandemic? He was like, what? I do the foolish things to confound the wise. What are you talking about? I want, it, this is your launching pad. You've been sitting here for too many years, afraid to launch. Get in the ship and let's go. And guess what? You're not going to die here. This is actually where you live and the abundant living comes. You thought you had it good now? Wait till I get you to the next place. Wait till you literally just launch. Guys, there's no limits in space. And y'all are still worried about all the things you need to take on the trip. And all the people you're trying to take with you. He's asking you to launch. He's asking you to become. Because guess what? If you don't do it, the people that are waiting for you won't be able to do it. The people that need you to arrive, the people that need to see your faith, the people that need to see you not accepting the no's because you know what God said. The people that need to see your, your level of trust in God. People that need to see you walk in a certain way, preach in a certain way, live in a certain way. Pastor T had an art show. I, we have, guys, he's launching us into the unknown because he trusts us. That's the thing I don't think. So many of you are still afraid to trust what, who you are in God. And God's like, I trust you. I wouldn't ask you to do this if I didn't trust you could. Because I'm not asking you to do it in your own strength. I'm equipping you to do it. How does someone who never paints become a painter and get an art show in a pandemic? God, there are people on here who are moving to different states in a pandemic. God, there are those of you who have told me about dreams and vision that God has given you in this moment and you're going after it. But then, and I don't even know who I'm talking to today, but there are some of you, I feel so heavily that there's been something so wonderful and magnificent that God is asking you to launch and you are shaking in your boots. And God is like, launch now, take off now, run now. I've equipped you. Pastor T, as I'm looking at you on this screen, I, I, am I, I literally see your stuff in a museum. The level of your gift where it's about to grow, like literally, I can see your work in a museum in, in the upcoming years because I, God is going to, what you've been doing now is, is creating the craft. Uh, and I'm telling you prophetically what the Lord is saying. I literally see that God is about to give you a prophetic um, series that is going to speak to people worldwide. That is going to be, I almost see it like in this, it's like a Smithsonian type of, like, uh, of, of curated piece. It's like a series that is going to literally shock and speak to the world in ways God is going to be downloading that to you. I cannot wait to see it. I'm so excited. Mom, Joyce, I don't know what it is, but I am telling you 
you are going to shake things up where you are. I want you to fully believe and trust who you are in the spirit. You are like a wealth of wisdom of God and what God has brought to you, even in this year, literally, if you put all that you've been and who you're becoming together, I want to say, baby, because it is so amazing. But I sense that there is still some hesitation because you're still trying to figure it out. Don't try to figure it out. Just go. Just go. Just go. Just go. Just go. Just go. Um, but I'm telling y'all, this we're, it's time to launch. I really have something to teach. But y'all know I'm gonna go with the spirit of God first. It it is we need to launch. I don't even know. Like for some of you, it's just launching a different perspective, launching a different way of speaking, launching a new way of being. Julie, every time I see you, I just am like, it just keeps. So, like the heartbeat of God over you. And just the level of influence that God is going to bring to you, even beginning in 2021, I, I am excited to see um, what God is doing. Diane, I continue to hear the Lord say, do not despise the small beginnings. There's just this newness of, of things that God is resetting and recreating don't despise. And I know God is building you a team. Um, I just, I see it. I don't even know who they are, but there's a team to surround you. And God said, stop worrying about what you can do. I'm sending every help you need. And I just need you to focus on what I told you to do. But the team, he's going to send you a team to literally take off weights so that you can focus. Um, and so I'm really excited because you're, you are going to inspire a generation. I don't even know you, if you really even knew you'd inspire, but you are going to inspire a younger generation that is just going to feast off your knowledge and your wisdom in industry, but also in the things of the Lord. So be, be really, 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 really excited. Ms. Tardia, your business is going to be amazing. Don't just keep sowing seed keep sowing seed, keep showing up. It's, it, it, it's going to, to really bring a harvest to your house. It really, 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 really is. Um, but guys, it's time to just launch, launch. We've been like all year, God's really been speaking to us about the people he needed us to be in this time. Um, there's been, I've seen level of faith just increase um, even guys, it, things that in my own, that God is asking me and asking me to launch. And I'm like, how much more can we do? How much more? And he's like, you guys don't get it. I need my people in the earth replicated a number of times. So don't think that the one thing you're doing now is the only thing you may be doing tomorrow. So Pastor T, she don't just paint. She has a podcast. She's a teacher. And God has been launching just different ways and different things during this time. 
And here's what, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Stop looking for the money. Just be obedient. I heard the Holy Spirit say that very clearly right now. Stop looking for the money. Just be obedient. Stop looking for the money. I don't know who that's for. Stop looking for the money. Just be obedient. Because let me tell you something. Obedience will bring what you need. <laughs> Every time. But I'm telling you, there is a wealth coming to God's children. I am talking finances right now. But it is to come for us to do kingdom work and not just to, not that you won't have anything for yourself, but it is not for us to hoard. It is for us to rebuild, replicate, rebuild, replicate, rebuild, replicate. It is for us to bring the kingdom into the earth. Too many, wow. Holy Spirit said, I tried before and entrusted many of my children with great wealth and they took it for themselves. And he said, and you have seen them, pastors, and you've seen them. He said, I didn't give them that money for themselves. And so he is warning us right now. It is not that I will not increase you, but understand the level of wealth that I will bring to my children is not for them only. It is for my kingdom. And he said, for those that he is giving this to, if you do the wrong thing, he said, I will embarrass you publicly. I just, I'm telling you what I hear right now. That's why I paused. Because right now, guys, God is counting on us to be different than what the global church has been before. That starts with us. So as if if your desire has been, I want to just be a rich woman or rich man, hear me, doesn't mean that you will not have wealth. But if your wealth is about you first and not about his kingdom, you're in trouble. And understand he will hold up what he's promised until you're ready. Many of the promises of God, it's not that he, that it's not that they are not yes and amen. It's because we have not yet said yes and amen. He, if he can't trust you yet, he's not doing that. To whom much is given, what? Much is required. So the requirements, guys, we have seen the requirements of God be raised in this year. I don't know about you, but the requirements have shot up. <laughs> the desire of God, what he's asking, what he's calling, the things that made us uncomfortable, and then to see how he grows us in it. Pastor Chief didn't, didn't, she was disobedient when God said to tell her to do prayer. But who she's become in her obedience? A gift she's had is now just being activated in a whole nother way that now it is blessing those of you who joined. But it was her obedience. She didn't get no check. 
So if you hear me, if the money is the thing you're after, you need to repent today and lay that all the way back down. Because that is not the kingdom order. It's, it's not a kingdom order. We have been taught in Christianity the, the, the prosperity message that is not biblical. Jesus is attack, wants to attack our poverty mentality. Everybody is not going to be a millionaire. This is just not true. The Bible even says this, the poor you will have among you always. <laughs> but God wants to teach us to be good stewards. Do you know that if you were a good steward and only made a certain amount of money, you could feel like you were a millionaire because you were a good steward with what you had? And your richness needs to be in God before it's in money. I want to be rich in God. I want to be rich in the spirit. I want to be rich in relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. More than I want to just be rich and just say I'm rich in the world. So we have to become these people. But also, guys, please launch. We are almost at the end of this year. I can't believe it. I'm still dumbfounded that we're about to be a 2021. I feel like we were just standing in L.A. doing 2020. <laughs> and now here we are about to step into 2021. Here's the question. How will you finish? Will you, will you finish 2021 as the person you were at the beginning of 2020? Will you, will you complete the things you promised to complete? Will you become who you said you'd become? Will you finally let go of the stuff that you're still trying to hold on to? The little stuff in your house, the Lord was like, get rid of that. The little things you still love to do, things you still want to do. Will you let go of your selfishness? Will you let go of your pride? Will you let go of your ego? Will you let go of your status? What is we let go of your insecurities and your doubts. Will you let go of self-deprecation, talking down about yourself, bad about yourself? Will you let go of the pressure you put on yourself, being your own, not the, not the only critic, the worst critic to yourself? Will you put down the judgments of yourself Will you be kinder to yourself than you are to everybody else? <laughs> Will you allow grace in your life? Will you open up to be loved? Not only just to love, but to be loved. Will you surrender what you think was the plan for the real plan? <laughs> Been there. Will you surrender what you thought was God's plan for the real plan? And will you let God lead? Because some of us are still leading. We're still trying. But each of us has a spaceship. 
and God is asking you to get in and trust him for the ride because he wants to catapult. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I see it. Every single one of you, he wants to catapult you. He wants you to leave this place you've been in. And he wants to take you straight up to another level in him, place in him, but also another position in this earth. It's time to go higher, guys. A lot of times we talk about going deeper, but we also need to talk about going higher. The immersed life, right? We talked about this, bat we're going to talk about baptism and the submerged, right, being submerged. And I'm saying that it's this, right, it is a life of, of, of immersion that we have to stay in, which we said was trust and surrender. We have to live an immersed life. That everything, am I surrendering, am I trusting? Let me get back under. Am I, am I surrendering? Am I trusting? Let me get back under. Am I, am I surrendering? Am I trusting? Let me, let me get back under. When I know I'm not, let me, let me, let me dunk myself back under. <laughs> let me get back under, submit back under, submerge myself back under that I can come back and say, yes, I'm trusting. Yes, I'm surrendering. Yes, I'm trusting. Yes, I'm surrendering. That's how we stay going up. But I am ridiculously excited about y'all's lives. I wish you could see the things I could see. I wish I could tell more of a lot of things. But I'm so excited for you all. Miss Robin, I just simply adore you. Your heart and compassion. And I need you to know that it is going to be rewarded. God is going to reward you and openly because you have wanted nothing, you've taken nothing and he is going to openly reward you and he is going to let people know you are his. And so thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your giving heart, for doing what no one sees, for being in places no one knows and for continuously wanting to please the heart of the Father. So I want to publicly thank you where you have, I just feel in my heart where you have felt forgotten and unseen, I see you. And I honor the woman of God you are, the woman of God you've been, and the woman of God you're becoming. Thank you so, so much. Absolutely. Um, I see this picture on Heather. I don't know if you guys can see Heather Hicks thing. And it says Giant Slayer. And as soon as I saw it, the Holy Spirit said, this is a this is a, a Zoom full of warriors. I just clicked my page because I, I, I didn't know there were more than one page. And I see this at the bottom, this woman with a sword. But you all are warriors. And this year, God's been teaching us how to fight. If you didn't know, God's been teaching you how to fight this year, what weapons to have. And he's also giving you vision to know how to fight for the vision that he's given you. And so the, the, the understand that you are going with all the tools necessary and you got the backing of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Remember we talked about that first six, six months? We literally go with the backing of heaven. 
Like sometimes I still I think we forget that. Like we trying to get investors and people to back us. Nothing wrong with that, but you don't forgot that you backed by the Father, Son, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Like the greatest investors, like the investors that can go to investors that don't even know you and put their name, your name in their ear, and they call you and be like, I don't know who you are, but I heard your name and don't even realize they were by themselves when they heard your name. That's what the backing of heaven will do when we're in the will of God. Yeah, someone called me. You need a job? I don't even, uh, who is this person? I don't have a resume, but I, I'm going to hire you. What? <laughs> the favor of God, the, the backing of heaven. Some equipment you need, all of a sudden, someone that you've been friends with for years just have the equipment. And you didn't even know they had the equipment. Like stuff like that. Like that's what God is about to do for y'all. But you've got to step into what he's asked you to do and do it. Mr. Tim, I feel like you, I don't know, Mr. Tim, but I'm telling you, I feel like you need to just open up something for young men because you have, oh my God. It's like, I literally see behind you like, like a girls and boys club, but like a, a, this thing for young men where you are pouring into them and speaking to them. So I don't know if God shut your job down for you to start something, with young men, a mentorship program, a, I don't know, Mr. Tim, but you have something for young men, like college age and teenage young men that need to hear from a man, like a man who can speak life to them, both the, the hard thing in the street, the thing in the job and God, like all of it. So Mr. Tim, I don't know, but I think you need to do something. I'm sorry. I just feel it very strong, Mr. Tim. I don't know what that looks like. I don't, I don't know, but you, you, these young men need you, Mr. Tim. And I don't even know if it's you going to to one of them kind of clubs and working there. Like, I don't even know if it's like, I keep seeing the Boys and Girls Club. So I don't even know if it's that you're supposed to go over there and they go give you some kind of job at the Boys and Girls Club. But I'm telling you, there's something with young men and people right now that you've got to be doing. You got to. If it's the YMCA, I don't know. I work for the YMCA. Good place, good benefit. I'm just saying, you need to be with young people, especially young men. I'm t I'm I, every time I see you, I see these young men, and I see you pouring into them. But today, I kept hearing girls and boys club, and I'm like, why do I? Why? But so I'm I'm just gonna be obedient and say that. Um, but we got to launch, guys. Are there, is there anything that anybody has by the spirit while I've been talking that God might have said to you that you want to say to us? Like something prophetically that God has said? And then I'll come back around and ask for anyone that heard anything prophetically. But anything first that you've heard for the group, anyone, you can say. And if not, we'll move on. No? Okay, I'm looking. Pastor TFA, Pastor Yo, Minister Janetta, Tierra, anyone? Well, the only thing that came up as you were speaking for yes, me, um, I actually typed in the chat mm -hmm. as you were speaking about um, not doing things for money. Mm. Um, that resonated so much because that is a place that the body of Christ has gone to is that we equate we equate everything with uh, a hustle, you know, a, a way to, to make money or to profit from it. And so the scripture 
God told me, God told me about three years ago, he said, if you take care of the people, I'll take care of you. And so actually it was two years ago when I started the podcast. And so I always say that, you know, the podcast is produced by faith, uh, prompted by love, um, inspired by hope. And that's it. And they, I don't take a collection, offering, Patreon, merch, none of that. And so the scripture came, uh, the, the lyrics to the song by Crystal Lewis came up for, um, and I shared it in the chat. And then the song is called Only Fools. Only fools follow gold. Mm. Only, and then and then part of the song says, I no longer see things controlling me. God, you have spoken and I have listened. Only fools believe in what they see. The wise are rich indeed. And you said it. And that's when I typed it, is that there's that's the great. wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom is our riches. Yeah. Whether we never make another dime on this side, our wisdom, the wisdom of the Lord is what makes us rich. And so I hope that each and every one of us, uh, if you're not there, you get there um, because it is a blessing to live in that space of not hustling and grinding and where's the next dollar coming from, resting in the knowledge that God has provided for us. Each and every day we pray, God, give us this day yeah, our daily, our daily bread. Staying in the moment with God and just doing the work and he takes care of the rest. Amen. Thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Julie, I see your hand. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, I was thinking the entire time, thank you so much, Pastor Ty, for your obedience and your prophecy. Um, something that just kept repeating in my head and you were like, do do." you know, do we have something to share for the group? I, I know that not everyone knows my story. And not that I'm going to go into the whole thing, but one of the biggest moments, one of the scariest moments in my life was selling the restaurant. And what, what was behind it was a lot of betrayal and conflict and weird stuff and just um, a lot of painful experiences. And I remember in that critical time, I was asking God, I mean, I stayed in prayer, begging him to tell me what to do. I was so terrified of what could possibly happen. What could happen to me and my children walking away from 20 years, my entire adult life doing this one thing and feeling so purposeful in this one thing. And I said, what do I do, Lord? Just yes or no, please. Do I sell it or do I keep it and keep fighting? And what I felt was the good fight. And I just begged for an answer. And God, <laughs> he gave me an answer, finally. And it was not a yes or a no. It was very clearly a trust me. And I was like, Okay, maybe you didn't hear my question <laughs> because I need a very specific, do I go down to the escrow office and sign these papers or do I shut it all down? Because what comes after this is so much uncertainty. I cannot even see what could possibly come out of this. And God was like, yeah, I heard you. I said, trust me. And you know, just with what you're saying now with the launch, and for me, I'm grateful that 
And here's, here's the good news for everyone. The more you trust him, the more you keep stepping out on faith, the more you just blindly go with, your heart's what the spirit and your heart are telling you. And you have to be very careful because we oftentimes hear what we want to hear and then say that God said it. So it is a, I mean, I'm not the one to tell you how to discern God's voice from our own. But I can tell you that even when we go off track, God is waiting for us to just, and the thing is getting back to him is never as far as we ventured off. We literally just have to turn around. I'm speaking from personal experience. But the good news is that the more we do it, the more we trust God and step out on faith, close our eyes and step off of that, what we think is a cliff, is really there's just this beautiful updraft of the warmest wind that will launch you. The trajectory of God's plan for us could is nothing that we plan for ourselves could be anything like we don't have the tension to launch ourselves into the atmosphere like God does. Yeah. We cannot create that kind of resistance. The resistance in our lives is God's resistance, that band of pulling back to just shoot you over the moon. And I am speaking from personal experience. And I do sometimes go off track. But God is so faithful and gracious. After one of the lowest points of my life of literally losing everything that could be lost, Trust me that whatever is nailed down after your house has been turned over are the only things you need to start over. Mm-hmm. But your I loss, have, but your loss launched you. Launched me. Yeah. Launched me and continues mm-hmm. to launch me. There's we're just life is just a series of launch pads and platforms, and each time. Yep. Yep. Each time I have stepped out and trusted him, I have gone higher and higher and higher. That's good. Mm-hmm. And you're so prophetic in what you're saying because uh, God just, with these big plants, this vision that he literally gave me this year, and me wondering how it was. Oh, she froze. Oh, she, she's off. Oh, she got kicked good. off. It's good. Sorry, we went. I, I, I came back. Oh, Am okay. I back in? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was quick. I'm like, <laughs> thank goodness. I was just going to say that. Um, just what the vision that God has shown me in the beginning of this year. He's just now revealed to me how that's going to come into fruition. And in order for that vision and for me to fulfill the things that I need to fulfill, he just revealed to me the next launch pad Mm. to get me to that one. Sometimes, and, and Pastor Kai told me this when I had the biggest, most exciting vision for salt of the earth and you basically, in a nutshell, you was like, well, but it's not necessarily right now. <laughs> it 
was like, God gave you this vision. I was like, it's gotta be right now. But I couldn't see how. And it like, I'm just saying, I, I hope I'm not rambling, but I'm just saying that just trust God. I'm trusting, I'm excited. And to hear that the entire fellowship has this, this blessing, this anointing over us where we're supposed to do, I say, do it. Do it. I may be a little further down the path than some of you, but I promise you it is on faith that yeah. all of this is happening. Yeah. And, and as far as finances go, when you stop worrying about money, that's right. you realize you've always had exactly what you yeah. needed. You've always had okay. it. Stop trivializing your life and minimizing yourself. And it was so powerful when you said that he will embarrass you publicly because when we hang on to material things, it is for the public that we're performing. So why wouldn't he embarrass us publicly? Mm, that's right. When it doesn't matter to you what the public thinks about what you have or don't have, there's no shame in your game. Uh, that's, so good. That's, so that's good. good that's good yeah and i'm saying it with love thank you i'm just oh, speaking no. absolutely from experience absolutely. i'm i'm speaking from experience so <laughs> be encouraged everybody <laughs> okay i'm gonna say this i just heard the lord say the stingy christian is a stagnant christian The stingy Christian is a stagnant Christian. And many of us are trying to hold on to everything. God blessed me with the job, but then we can't bless others. We're trying to hold and this and save and this and say we don't have and you got and da 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 And you don't realize that your stinginess has caused you to be stagnant. Here's a, I'm going to tell y'all something that you, when you're not going to agree with, you might not even like but I'm going to say it anyway, because it's the Bible. There is no such thing as frugal in the kingdom. Frugal, let me tell you what frugal really is. Frugal is a person who still has a poverty mentality and scared to spend. But we use the word frugal. I'm frugal. Again, we're supposed to be wise. I love Pastor T. Faye said, it's wisdom. Wise people who are good stewards. That means you will never overspend. <laughs> Right. That means you will never go beyond your means. You know what I'm saying? You will only get what you can afford. You will do the right things when it comes to credit. But we'll say I'm frugal or I'm just trying to. No, 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 no. What you're saying is you're scared to spend. When I was frugal, I was scared to spend because I always in my mind, I got to make sure I got enough because I'm worried about my safety. Because I'm worried about security. But either if I'm in God, I'm already safe and secure automatically, or am I not in God? Because if I don't feel safe and I don't feel secure in the person that is the only safety and guarantee, what's going on? If I can't be safe and secure with my money with God, what's going on? So we'll look, here's what I'm not saying. What I'm not saying is don't have savings. That's not what I'm not saying. But when your savings is ruling you, when you can't help your fellow man, we are, that is, that is a mentality of the enemy. Because just like Pastor Teef said, and I've always said, Pastor, I say, God has always said, you take care of my business, I can't take care of yours. And he's only required to give me my daily bread. 
if today I have a million dollars and today he say, give it away. I got to trust that tomorrow. Well, no, I don't even have to trust it. I already know tomorrow he'll give me the daily bread for tomorrow. But we will get a million dollars. Half of us will spend it on some stuff we didn't need and then try to save the rest till we die and be paranoid and under pressure because now we got to, oh, I got to manage this money. I got, okay, but God told you, God gave it to you to give away. What? What do you, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> well, why would I give a million dollars away? Why wouldn't you? You didn't have it the day before. You didn't have a million dollars the day before. But he want to see what you'll do when he give it to you. Oh, no, I, I'm not giving nobody my money. Your money? Mm, maybe that's where we got it wrong. So hear me. He said it. A stingy Christian is a stagnant Christian. We can't be stingy. We can't be trying to withhold when people are in need, when God puts something in your mind to do, when there's something, right? And then there's everything we need is in the kingdom. Stop giving all your money to people outside of the kingdom if it's, if it's in the kingdom. Stop that. Please stop that. Everything we need is in the kingdom. And guess what? You know enough people in the kingdom that they know somebody that knows somebody that can do or get you what you need. But we keep going outside. If I need a realtor, I'm going to Deshime because I know that that's what he does. I'm not going to go somewhere else. Now, if Deshime happens to end up not being credible and isn't standing in the character of God, then I can try to find someone else, but not outside the kingdom. Because guys, people in the world don't speak our language. <laughs> and you're trying to do kingdom work with people don't have the language of the kingdom. Are you crazy? Now, will God bring people to your work that are not a part of the kingdom? Yes, that's for you to serve them and love them and bring them into the kingdom. But how can two walk together lest they agree? And that's even agreeing to disagree. But if we have kingdom vernacular, and we're trying to partner with someone who doesn't even believe or talk or think or have the faith that we do, how is that going to work? But then there are places that God is sending you alone to go in to be the different one with a different language, with a different standard, with a different posture to make a difference. I'm sorry, Pastor Alice wants to say something. I'm sorry, y'all know I get passionate. I'm sorry. Well, actually, I, I wanted to just, um, as I'm listening, and I, I listen to Julie, and I listen to Pastor Tipe, and even listening to Pastor Kai, I, I believe what happens is the excitement in the individual is because of the perspective they got. In other words, launching, God wants us, because he's seated in high places. He looks down. Mm -hmm. So what he wants us to do, he wants us to get up there high enough to look down on our circumstance and realize it's not a circumstance at all. It's to look down. See, when you look down on something, you have a perspective about because there's not too much you can't see when you're over it. And this is why it's so important to understand why we have to get launched, because he wants us to have his eyes. Mm -hmm. Remember, the characteristic of a God is in us. And this is why we cannot spend time not understanding why we have to launch, why we have to get up there, why we have to have the perspective looking down mm -hmm. as God has given us that ability. 
So make sure. And if you feel weak mm. or you don't feel like I can put them, find somebody who's stepping into the ship. You, you've seen them. Yeah. You've witnessed them. Sometimes we have to gain hold of someone in that place. So when I hear the excitement of individuals and they say, you know, I, I hope, no, 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 keep that excitement yeah. because what happens is you're trying to give us a perspective of what you're seeing while you're up there. Yeah. And we need to hear it. So people of God, you guys are the most amazing people mm -hmm. I've ever encountered in my life. Mm -hmm. And I say that with every honesty of God and the giants that I have the ability to be in the midst of literally changes my entire walk in this life. And I refuse to now go back to the nonsense because everything about the sense that I'm getting with the people of God, I choose to never return. Mm. Mm -hmm. This is an amazing group. I promise you, no good thing will God withhold from them that walk upright before him. So let's continue this walk. We have gotten instructions from Pastor Kai from January 1st until now. We are in the greatest position we can be in to grab a hold of everything that belongs to God and present it back in the way it should be presented. Mm -hmm. There's some things God's going to give us just to clean up and give back. Mm, wow. You have to understand, we have, we, nobody can launder money like kingdom people. Because what happens is someone told me, they say, well, Pastor Alex, will you take money from such and such and you don't know where it came from? I will say, absolutely. <laughs> but what if it's dirty money? Not when it touches my hand. Because once it touches my hand, I'm going to channel it through the kingdom and get it laundered correctly. It's going to be super clean. <laughs> super clean. So by the end of it all, it can do the work. Because guess what? If you give me a million and it turns into 10 by the time I clean it up, please understand the 10 can do what the million can't even do. Why? Because it's in the hands of God. So let's get it. Let's get it, family. Love you guys. Shana said, I'm on the plane right now and it's noisy, but the spirit said something to me in my sleep the other night that is relevant to the word today. We have to be careful not to miss the things of this world. Be careful not to be missing them. We can never be fully his if we miss what separates us from him. That's good. You can only do a real heart and mind check in his presence. That way, what is hidden will be revealed and what is known can be corrected so true repentance can take place. Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm going to read it again. It says this, we have to be careful not to miss the things of this world. We can never be fully his if we miss what separates us from him. You can only do a real heart and mind check in his presence. That way, what is hidden will be revealed and what is known can be corrected. So true repentance can take place. And that's really, um, I hadn't read it yet. It's so God, because even as Pastor Alex was speaking, the Lord was saying that there, you know, there, there is still levels of repentance that we need because there's still places that many of us have not removed some things. And that those of us who we evaluated, you know, I've said from the beginning, this is reevaluation, removal, reset. That many of us, we, we started to reevaluate, but then we, bless you, we would not remove 
things because they were comfortable and we didn't realize and it attaches to this that really they're those things that still bind us to the ways of the world things that are so comfortable that we like so much that because we're, we're still not wanting to be uncomfortable but as pastor says god doesn't work in our comfortability so true that then there were things that some of us are we're really at that reset time that's that launch time but we've been fearing what that reset looks like. What is this going to mean? What is this going to, what is this going to require me? What am I going to have to do different? Who am I going to have to become? It's going to cause everything to be different. And it's going to, it's going to stretch you, grow you, all of it. You're right. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be for you. Amazing. It's going to be amazing guys. It's going to be amazing. And so there are people that I know on this call who are doing things out of just sheer obedience that God is speaking and they're doing it and everything else is falling in line. And it is not things that they even was even in their trajectory a month or two months ago. It's more than one or two of you. I know for a fact. And so we've got to you guys, we talked about obedience. It, it, it's, it's key. It's just key. It's just key. It's just key. Pastor, I can't wait to come to the Smithsonian. Does anyone have anything they'd like to share or say? Yes, yes. I would. Yes, Daphne. Um, um, good morning, everyone. Um, this anointing right now is so, so tangible. Um, I'm like sitting in my car about to go into Walmart, but it's the spirit of God is just so heavy right now because everything that he is saying is absolutely prophetic and it's absolutely for myself. And I, that's why I love the Holy Ghost. Um, it's a confirmation of the things that he's just been saying. Um, the particular scripture reference um, that Pastor Alex was talking about talks about the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous and we are the righteousness of God. And I, I'm just so grateful to be a part of the kingdom of God so I can be a beneficiary of everything that he's doing right now. Um, the second thing is um, uh, this was a few years back. The Lord had asked me to gather a few women and have them all invite one woman but also be be prepared to bring in an offering the closer it got to the event he asked me to um whatever monies came in then i i was to sow it and i knew already where i was supposed to sow it so i mean i didn't know how much was going to come in i was just being obedient and the money that came in was more than i had ever seen in any offering setting that you know the lord had ever asked me to do but that money was not for me I had to release it and that's a testing of will you hold on to it because if you steal a rod from God then he cannot trust you with the wealth that he absolutely has released already and wants to release even more but sometimes he tests us so um I'm just excited um I think um Tanya may have shared that we are having a little event toward the end of the year and I, I told her the Lord has already prepared me for some a couple of speaking engagements but we're preparing now at the end of this year at the end of this quarter so we could be prepared for 2021 because if you go into 2021 trying to prepare yourself you're already behind so it's already it's a preparation now so you could be prepared for later i mean prepared already for 2021 so we are launching some some things um we're still at in the works but we're definitely launching some things and i just want to always just say thank you pastor Kyle, and and just to the whole um k house family how i love 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 when um god allows me to to join in uh, be a part of what he is doing because it's always a beautiful confirmation um 
and my spirit man just be stirred up. A lot of times I'll just be sitting here praying in the spirit because it's be such a prophetic flow that um, I'll be wanting to make sure that you have the freedom to, so I'll be praying for you, Pastor Kai, that you have the freedom to say everything that you hear the spirit of God is saying because it's important, especially right now, what's going on in this atmosphere in the earth realm. We got to keep our eyes on God because we are not of this world. We are just sojourning in this earth realm, but we're doing his business while we're here on the earth. And we do, we need that um, soteria salvation saved every which way in our whole bodies and mind because we have to do his will, his way. And sometimes we get stuck in old traditions, things that our parents taught us and all that. And we don't do what he would have us to do. We do what traditionally we have been taught to do. And he wants to break that off of us as well. So I'm just, again, just grateful to the spirit of God for what he's doing for all of us. And I, I just wanted to share all of that. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else? Give y'all a time. Yes. Oh, okay, Tanya, and then Minister Malcolm. Okay, great. Thanks. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. Sorry, I'm driving. Um, I too just wanted to say that it was so good. Such a good word. I know I don't usually speak up, but I had to speak on this one because I was having a conversation with my son the other day, and he was like, "Mom, you are just afraid to launch your own." your own. So as Daphne said, there's a couple of things that I've been partnering with and a couple other things that I've been doing. And it's just like, you're afraid, you're just afraid to just launch. You just need to go ahead and just get out and just launch and do what you do. You, you talk about this, you talk about this. And it's like, for those who know me, that would be like, you know, it's like, that would be like, not you, Tanya, because you do so many different things. But a and it's just not for, uh, for myself. And so um, it was just, such a good word today and just such confirmation and for me and my story most of us I mean most of you don't know my story my story is sort of like with like a Julie being in a place for 20 plus years and then coming out and then being I'm thinking I'm so at peace and but yet still there was a little bit of fear in there that I wasn't really aware of until our woman's group and a couple of the that have just come out and been able to just kind of help me shed some things on some of them. And so this, this whole year and this whole quarantine time has just been such a such a blessing um, to my spirit. And so I'm just wanted to just say thank you um, for all of this. And as you know, everyone has always said, you know, how we just pray for you, for the Holy Spirit just leading you and guiding us. And I just want to say thank you for everything. And so, yes, that, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Minister Malcolm. Uh, yes, this is actually, uh, I want to speak directly to my mother, Mama J. Mom, uh, the, the Holy Spirit told me that your voice matters. Mm. That people close to you, including me, have tried to silence that voice. Mm. But that you are to speak. Mm. And you're to speak loudly and boldly mm. and to not be afraid that those who have been close to you in our family and they've tried to overpower you and tried to um, uh, bully you with their voice. But God is saying to you that you are created in my image. And so that in him, you have a boldness and a courage that will silence them. Mm. Thank you. So I want you to, yes. to on this day to know that your voice matters, mm -hmm. 
that you are not to 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 to, to be silenced, that you are not to be um, pushed to the back. Mm. That God wants to do something so incredible. I'm so glad Pastor Kai said that, because what has happened is because of people's um, uh, 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 because of their uh, 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 oh God, what's the word? Lord, help me, Holy Spirit. Because of their aggressive nature, personalities, their personality, their character, that you have acquiesced to them. But God is saying, no, no, no. Mm. If God go before you, who can be against you? Mm. So do not be afraid, Mom. Wow. Your voice has mattered for decades. And if today you're hearing launch, it's time to launch your voice, mm. the power of it, and what it can do to change the world for the kingdom. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. And I, I echo that not only to Miss Joyce, but I hear the Spirit of God saying, many of you, it's time to launch your voices. You've let people steal your voice. Um, some of you based on personality, you're the quiet one. Some of you based on fear of saying the wrong thing. Um, and then some of you, um, 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 and then here's, here's the heck, sex part, second part. There's some of you who need to stop talking as much that God is trying to silence and close you so that he can fill you fully with his word because he's going to use you to affect people, but you have to have his word before you go. Um, but there are some of you who voices have just, you literally stifled them yourselves. And God is like, it's time for your voice to be released in Jesus name. Um, but don't let the, the, the over, the, the bigness of others' personalities cause the enemy to fool you, to make you think that you're not, you don't have a voice. You're not supposed to share. You're not supposed to speak. And the other part is don't worry about speaking like such and such. You are called to speak like you, period period. Anyone else before we move? I want to make sure. All right, well, let's get our communion, our elements. If you have them, stay on screen. Yes, Robin, that was, thank you, Minister Malcolm. That was a be was beautiful. Everyone good. I want to make sure. Tierra, you don't have nothing? I don't know if I believe. You didn't write down that? Okay. Okay. As you look down, let me make sure. <laughs> Kim, Miss Diane, anything you guys want to share overseas with us? <laughs> Amen, Marcia. Glad you're here. I, 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 there was something I wanted to say, but then because I speak a lot, I wasn't sure if I had to be quiet. But the fact that you've asked me, um, I just wanted to um, read something this morning when I was. Let me just put my glasses on. When I was um, when I was reading my Bible. Um, Luke 23, 46 came up to me, and it's this. It's the very last verse in, um, in Luke's gospel. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, 
Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said that, he breathed his last. And then um, I've got the, um, I'm using today the Oswald Chamber um, devotional uh, Bible. And uh, this is what he wrote for today. He says, um, the cross is a tragedy to man, but a tremendous triumph to God, an absolute triumph. Listen to the clear voice, listen to the clear ringing voice. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. The spirit of the Son of God only? No, the spirit of the whole human race incarnated in the Savior of the world. My spirit was there, your spirit was there, and by God's mighty grace and the gift of his spirit given by our Lord after he ascended, we can know exper experientially his complete salvation for spirit, soul, and body. Never consider this passage in a shallow way, that on the cross, the physical sufferings of Jesus were so great that his mind was blinded and he imagined his father had gone from him. That understanding does not touch the depths of identification with sin to which our Lord went. Neither is it true to say that God was angry and hid his face from him. If one may put it so, God was never more pleased with his son than when he bridged the gulf between God and man by the sacrifice of himself. And just to go back a bit, um, it, then the other thing I read today, again, another word from um, Oswald Chambers. It says, um, it basically it's saying the worker, us, our simple relationship to Jesus Christ. Um, that, let, let me paraphrase it. Basically he's saying our relationship to Christ is critical, our trust in God is critical. That's the only thing that matters is our relationship with, with Christ. We can't do all these great things, launching off everything. We cannot do any of it without um, being absolutely welded into Christ. And I don't know if you understood because I was reading it not very clearly, but basically what I got from that was that on the cross, it wasn't Jesus, wasn't Jesus just saying, I give my spirit. He's giving out all our spirits, he gave everything to Christ in that moment. In that moment, we were so, uh, there was so much power put inside us. What he did on that cross, sorry. It's just, I just saw this picture of um, Jesus almost like on a, like, um, like you know, with those um, big swing bridges that, you know, when you look down, it's so deep and, and it's um, very fragile looking bridge and it feels terrifying, but Jesus is right in the middle of it and his arms are stretching from um, God on one side and us on the other side. He's like really drawing that connection when he suffered on the cross, <laughs> really connecting us with Christ and everything that we do everything we do has come out that um that moment where he gave our spirit to christ and his dad was so i mean like this like this like oswald chamber says we cannot imagine how pleased god was with his son because that was such a powerful sacrificial act that's how much he loves us we have nothing to fear we have nothing to fear we can step out we must be generous we must give it away i loved earlier on when uh, in the chat malcolm says it pleases him to give 
We have, you know what, it's not ours. We have to trust. Don't worry about tomorrow because today's got enough of its own. Gift, uh, we ask for our daily, daily bread, daily, because tomorrow we don't need to worry. We don't, we, we can't have, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say, um, we can't have two masters. Um, love and fear, we can either, we can't have them both. We have to live in love. So we don't need to worry. We don't need to worry. Look at a child, a child, a child that's brought up, you know, well, never worries about when their food's coming. They never worry where they're going to rest their head. They never worry about tomorrow. They live in the moment. And that is what God is saying. Live now because he is launching us and we can only be launched when we're completely filled with his spirit. Sorry, that's all I need to say. Amen. Amen. I'm going to do this very quickly because this was actually our last teaching of the month of baptism. So I'm just going to say these scriptures quickly so that when you guys go back to listen, um, they'll be put in the chat. Um, But tonight we were ending on the baptism in the name of Jesus. Okay. And so um, because uh, there's always this, you know, who are you baptized, blah, blah, blah. Baptism in the name of Jesus. So Acts 2, 36 through 38. Um, and in those verses, it says uh, that we were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. So the name being the reputation, the fame, and the character of Jesus. So our baptism is steeped in the character and the reputation and the fame of Jesus Christ, Christ being the anointed one, okay? Uh, Jesus meaning Yahweh saves. Acts 22 and 16 Um, It also talks again about being baptized in his name for the forgiveness of sins. So there are reasons why we're baptized. We're baptized in his name because his name brings the forgiveness of sin. His name again is his character. So our baptism, our immersed life begins in the character and and fame and reputation of Christ. It ends there as well. Um, In Romans 6, 1 through 6, it says we are baptized um, it says that we are baptized in 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 the uh, buried life or the burial of Christ, and so we talked about baptism being the submerging where we die right to our flesh. We die to our flesh, um, and then Colossians two, eleven through fifteen says that we are buried with Him and also raised in Him. That through baptism we're buried. Right, the old man dies, but then the new man is revived right? He's caused to live. And so that's Colossians 2, 11 through 15. And then finally, Galatians 3, 27 says that we are clothed into Christ. Baptism clothes us into Christ. Um, and that is us putting on the anointed one, putting on Christ. Um, and that is to the whole church body. So the, the global church is uh, what happens to us globally with baptism is that we are clothed in Christ. And then personally, our baptism is for the forgiveness of sins. It is to die to self, but it is the, to be buried with Christ to then be resurrected with Christ, okay? And all that happens in Jesus' name. And this is why when we pray, I say this, you pray to the Father in Jesus' name, led by the Holy Spirit. Jesus' name, it is literally saying this, I bank everything on the reputation and the character and the, the, the right of, of who Jesus is, what he's done. 
You know, like if you've ever been like, oh, well, I, you know, you if someone was like, if your character is so strong, then a person can say, oh, no, I, I can bank that Pasiolan is going to do this. If someone says something opposite of who you are, then you're like, oh, no, you're wrong because that's not who they are. Christ's person is so his character is so in line with his father, who, who he is in the father, who his father is, who the spirit is, the three in one. His character is our only guarantee. The Bible says he's our only guarantee. So now segueing this back to what Miss um, Diane said, that we shouldn't worry. We shouldn't have any fear. Everything was nailed to the cross. Our sins were nailed to the cross. Our lives were nailed to the cross. It wasn't just his life that was nailed that day. Yours too. Your old life was nailed to the cross. And too many of us keep trying to take that old man down off the cross and let him live. And so now let's take communion. And so on the night that our savior was to be betrayed, he was in a room with the disciples. And Matthew 26 through 28 says this, while they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, and here's the thing that I want us to remember, let's take this bread and now let's give thanks. Said he took the bread and gave thanks. Lord, we, Father, we thank you that you are our God, that you are our creator. Father, we thank you that you know us, see us, provide, protect, continue to, to move on our behalf. That God, that you know us from the inside out and you love us faithfully and unconditionally. He said, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, gave it to disciples and said, take and eat. This is my body. Let us do the same. And then he took the cup. And when he had given thanks again, God, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We are grateful for this moment. We are grateful for this reminder. We are grateful for what this uh, wine symbolizes. He said, and he gave thanks and he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Let us do this in remembrance of him. And so we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the sacrifice that you made, for the cross you carried, that attached to it was every name. <laughs> Our names were on that cross. Every single one of our names on that cross. Every single one of our names was attached to every lash, every stripe. Every one of our names was attached to the blood that streamed down your head, rolled down your body. Every one of us, our names were attached to the nails in your wrists and your feet. Our names were there when you committed your spirit. Our names were there when you forgave, when two thieves had a conversation behind you and one said, please remember me when you get to paradise. Our names were there when you said it is finished. Our names were even there when you said, forgive them for they know not what they do. He didn't just ask for forgiveness only for them because what he was doing was for the forgiveness of sin for all. And so we thank you that our names that were written before we were written, our names that are still being written, 
and these lives that you hold in the palm of your hand. That God, you are so sovereign and so wonderful. Thank you for loving us that much. That what you love the most, you killed for us. That what you loved the most, you killed for us. And that when his humanity wanted to give up, his divinity said no. And that even now, God, that you would give us uh, not my will, but your will in our spirit every day, every moment to continue. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being our advocate, our helper, our comfort, for living richly on the inside. Forgive us. We repent for all the ways that we may have not acknowledged you or taken you for granted. Jesus, we repent for not really always being in a place of really remembering shouldn't just be this one act. Our lives should be an act of communion with you. And God, we repent for not really recognizing even your great, real greatness and your power in our lives. And so Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thank you for the work of the cross because each one of you were there and each one of you held our names because you knew that we were in need of saving. Thank you for your rescue. Thank you for your love. And thank you for still loving us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, God, I pray for traveling mercies to be upon each and every person. We bind accidents, collision, fender fenders, ticket stoppage, malfunction of vehicle. Keep them from danger seen unseen. I thank you that the peace of God rest and hover and abide in their homes. I thank you that the word of God is richly in them and is one they seek after daily. I thank you that your presence is important to each and every one of them. I thank you that praise is on their tongue. Worship is a way of living, not a lifestyle that it just is so. I thank you, Lord, that they would let their yay be yay and their nay be nay. I thank you, God, that they lead and live surrendered, immersed, immersed lives, that every day surrender and trust is continuously uh, where they're moving towards and where they're, where they're remaining, that our fruit, God, would produce a great harvest that we remain in you and that every day, God, when we wake up in the morning, we expect you to just be you, but we choose again that this day we will serve you. For it is in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. If there's anyone has anything else to say, I know a lot of you got on after. I wanna thank each and every person that showed up last night. Uh, for those of you who sent offering to me, thank you so much. It was an honor to celebrate my 20 years that way you guys surprised me and I'm blessed and honored to serve you all and it's my joy to continue to serve you so uh, I love you I love you I love you thank you for the Venmos also um I some people have texted me recently about tithing I think we put it in the chat but if you want to tithe or send an offering we do it through Venmo uh, everything because of the way life is is technology and so we it's uh Venmo is at khow global um, so if you, uh, some, I had a few people text me, so I know you've never heard me mentioning tithing. So <laughs> I'm saying that there is a location. Yes, Miss Tardy, I see your hand. <laughs> she like this, like, uh, uh, Hey, <laughs> um, I neglected to thank everyone for rallying around me for my launching. And it didn't occur to me because chaos showed up and showed out and it, it wasn't even about the sales it was just, the room was just filled with love and support amen. and and that is that was what i respected so much more amen. And, um 
when I didn't realize that my launching came out of loss until you said that this morning. I haven't been putting, I thought it was random that I decided to do this after five or six years that I decided to do this. But it was out of loss. And I, and I, I thank you for pointing that out. Um, right now, I would love everyone to rally around me again because I found out yesterday I have to have a biopsy uh, on my breast. And uh, hopefully next week I can have it to just get it done. But I'm not scared, um, which surprises me. And I know that's just, that's all I'll probably got. It is. And, um, and the support in my here. So if everyone just keep me in prayer, that's where I'm at right now. Well, we're going to pray right now. Well, Father, we thank you uh, for uh, your will being done in Ms. Tardia's life. We thank you um, that you have the final say. We ask, Lord, that you would schedule the biopsy in a time, Lord, that uh, um, not only works for just the doctors, but for Ms. Tardia. Thank you that the peace of God is going to rest upon her every day leading up. I thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against her is going to prosper. I thank you, Lord, that I thank you that she's not fearful, Lord. I thank you that her trust is in you. I thank you, Lord, that only you know the outcome. And no matter what happens, God, you're with her, you're for her, you're leading her and directing her. I thank you, Lord, for the great testimony and witness that she already is and for just the good news that is to come. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And, and can I just add to that? I just saw a picture when uh, Pastor Kai was praying, uh, Ms. Tardia, um, when you were talking also about uh, Kay Howe uh, coming around you. And I saw the picture of the, um, the person who was on the stretcher and his friends and him down. the people came around him and they put, and they lowered him down to Jesus mm -hmm. and so he didn't have to do anything it was it was the support and the faith of him and his friends around him lay pulled him down to Jesus and then Jesus just touched him and healed him so um I believe that uh Jesus got absolutely the best for you oh. Um, nothing, no, no weapon of the enemy will be formed against you. Everything, your faith and the faith of your um, of your Kehal family will uh, be is seen already in heaven. So I bless you in the name of Jesus, and I'm excited about um, how God is going to work in your life and how He is working in your life now. God bless you. Thank you, thank you. I'm distracted, but you're right. I'm not there. In that's just my church. Amen. Amen. Well, we love you. Love you. Keep us posted. Anyone else? Anything else? Anyone? 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 Anyone got anything to add about today? Any questions, comments, concerns before we roll off the screen? Um, well, me again, but on behalf of Kem, uh -huh. um, she, she's in the place where she can't speak at the moment. Oh, yes, I, I read what she said. Yeah, she said okay. she pray for Leeds and England. She feels the warfare. I know God is still working with her obedience. So she had two extreme experiences when she hit her, uh, when her feet landed in London this time last week. Uh, it was for a conference, and the favor of God that's come out of that it's in, it's insane. It's like uh, it's turbocharged. Yeah. But then in obedience, she had to travel to the north to Leeds. And um, literally, as she stepped off the train, I was speaking to her when she stepped off the train and went into the hotel. It was like all the demons from hell were just 
at her. It, 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 there were so many images of dark. The hotel had uh, 666 written on the walls. Uh, there was somebody in the street who needed help and even the social workers that was helping the person um, spat, you know, words against her. The, the person in the street that needed healing um, was telling her that he, she hated Jesus, go away, Jesus. It was, uh, honestly, I was at the other end of the line thinking, oh my gosh, Kim, you know, get out of there. There was just, it, the warfare was tangible. And all I can say is that Kem's faith has really, um, it's really growing my faith because um, in the natural, it doesn't make sense for her to be there. There's so many other places for, for her to be. She doesn't have any transport. She doesn't have a, she doesn't have anywhere to live. And God has told her to be here for a minimum of three months and she still can't find anywhere to live. And, and where she's staying is a challenge. And yet she is only she's only listening to what God's saying you know she unless God is telling her to move she won't move but I'm really asking for intercession on her behalf because it's brutal what she's going through right now I, I actually don't know how she's doing it you know apart from what we said before about being that close to Jesus and trusting and surrendering because in the natural it it looks it's horrible amen amen we'll be praying for her Yes, I'm going to reach out to her as well. Amen. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the KHOW Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at KHOWWorshipLA. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com. Thank you.